Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast as we enter Champions League week and match night three against Inter. So let's begin with a roundup of what's been said in the press conference this evening. Zidane and Varane have been speaking to the media. Uh, Zidane opened by reiterating yet again that it is a final. We know Inter, they are a very good but very physical team. They play football well. It is another difficult game. And as I said, it is another final for us all. All the games are going to be difficult to win, but we must aspire to do just that. Asked about specific players, in particular Hazard, Benzema and Asensio. Yes, he said they are important, they are influential, and I'm sure they will do well. But what I see every day in training is a squad that wants to win, and that is very good for the coach. He was pressed as well on Luka Modric. He said nothing has changed with Luka. We know what he can bring us. He does well every time he's played for us this season. He is a very important player for us. Again, seems like no press conference can conclude these days without the obligatory question about Zidane's future, to which he just brushed off by saying, I don't think about that, only about giving everything tomorrow and victory over Inter. Uh, Varane was up next to, to talk. He was asked if the team is better when Ramos is there, in particular the defence. He says, I always feel more comfortable when we are compact at the back. That is true. He said, without Sergio, we haven't done well in Champions League, but I make him better and he makes me better. Defence, he said, is something which is collective. He was then asked about Eden Hazard. He said he's a great person to have around. He's adapted really well here. He gives us a great deal and I'm sure there will be a lot to come in the future. He has great ability to unbalance opposition. He is a very special player. And he was asked about going up against Lukaku. And he said, I know him well. I've played against him many times. He said he is a very good player. But Inter is a complete team. The threat isn't just from him. And the good news that came after that press conference, they didn't know at the time, is that Lukaku will not face Madrid. It has been confirmed he hasn't fully recovered from an injury that he picked up against Shakhtar last week. On to Madrid's record against Italian opposition overall. They have met teams from Serie A on 74 occasions winning 38 and losing 25. Juventus remain the team that they have had the most success against. They've won 11 times. Inter are the only team that Madrid have faced where they have a negative record against. Of the 15 games played, they won six, lost seven and drew the rest. Well, the history of meetings began with the 63-4 European Cup final when two goals from Sandra Mazzola helped deliver Inter a 3-1 victory. Uh, they've met in the semi-finals as well of the European Cup. Madrid went through on both occasions in 65-66 and in 1980-81. At 1998-1999 was the last meeting in Champions League in Group C. Madrid won the home leg by two goals to nil. Gus Hiddink was the coach back then. Hierro and Seedorf were the goal scorers in the Madrid victory. Now, Inter won what was to be the last meeting. Three goals to one that same season. It was at the Miazza. Few legends on the score sheet that day. The Chilean international, even Zamorano, Bam Bam, and a couple of goals for Roberto Baggio. 
I was into season being then. Well, they started yesterday, fifth in Serie A, on 11 points. They've won just one of the last six games. That was a 2-0 away win in Genoa. The two Champions League games have been drawn 2-2. It was a very lucky draw, that, with Mönchengladbach, a very late goal from Lukaku. And 0-0 away in Ukraine against Shakhtar. They did dominate that game, created plenty of chances, just couldn't put one away. Currently, they are the third highest scorers in Serie A this season with 15 goals. But what worries Conte is the defensive record. They conceded 10 goals already this season in six games. Uh, last season, they conceded just 36 in 38 when they ended up runners-up to Juventus, who won the title, of course. They did have the best defence in Serie A by a significant distance. But without Lukaku, a significant goal threat has gone away as well. He top-scored this season with five goals. Seven different players have actually scored for Inter. Behind him on three is Latoro Martinez, who had a good run at the end of September, scoring three goals in a week. He's not been on the score sheet for Inter since October the 4th goal against Lazio, but he did get a goal for Argentina in the 2-1 win over Bolivia in a World Cup qualifier. Eight different players have served up assists. The 23-year-old Italian international Nicola Barella has provided three. And former Madrid player Ashraf Hakimi, who settled into life very well in Serie A, has served up two. On then to the tail of the tape then, a look at the key statistics between the two teams after two match days in Champions League. Madrid have scored four goals to Inter's two. Uh, 17 shots on target average per game for Real Madrid, 14.5 for Inter, 5.5 on target through the course of 90 minutes for Madrid, 4 for Inter. Yellow cards and reds, three yellows for Real Madrid, 5 for Inter. Neither team has had a red card yet. Average possession over the course of the 90 so far, 59% for Real Madrid, 56.5 for Inter. Pass completion rate, 90% for Real Madrid, 85.7 for Inter. On two tackles per game, 20.5 for Real Madrid, 16.5 for Inter. Balls won aerially, 11 for Real Madrid, 16 for Inter. Fouls per game, 14.5 for Inter, 9 for Real Madrid. And shots by opponents, 7.5 per game for Real Madrid, 5 for Inter. And elsewhere, remember, Madrid's recent record at home in Champions League has not been very good at all. Just three wins in the last 11 Champions League matches, and those against Roma, Victoria Pilsen and Galatasaray. Uh, training for today, plenty of eyes on Lucas Vasquez, who took that knock in the victory over Huesca, but he hasn't been ruled out. He was out training today. There is a degree of optimism which has emerged as the day went on, which is good news, of course, because they're still without Nacho, Carvajal and Odria Zola. That said, those three are at least back in training. Uh, as indeed is Odegaard, which is also good news. Militao hasn't been training, of course. He tested positive for coronavirus. That was on Sunday morning. Everybody else gave a negative test. Uh, all of the press and media have been picking up on the alleged comments made by Sergio Ramos a couple of years ago about Antonio Conte 
after the 5-1 defeat in Camp Nou against Barcelona and Lopetegui was just clinging onto his job. Conte was a name who was in the frame to replace him. Uh, Ramos was asked about his hard-line approach and how it would fit if he came to Real Madrid. And he uh, was alleged to have responded by saying, uh, respect is earned, not imposed. Changing room management is more important than the knowledge of the coach. I'm sure Antonio Conte would uh, beg to disagree. And to stay with Antonio Conte, he's just taken questions at his press conference. He was asked about the lack of goals of late. He said, it's difficult to give a single answer. It's necessary to continue working, creating chances and being more effective. I have spoken to the players about being more clinical. The ratio between what we create and what we score is not good. We're working hard to improve it. On this being, as Zidane described, a final, he said, we aren't going into this game to sit back. We are going to face them with no fear, as always. He was also asked about the occasions when he could have taken over and coached Madrid. He said, I'm focused on Inter here at the moment. I'm excited we are creating something good. The opportunity did previously arise, but it wasn't the right time. I was close on a couple of occasions, but the season had begun. It would have been complicated, as I explained, when they called me. And finally, on Zidane, he said, an exceptional player, a great man with whom I have a great relationship. And that then just about wraps it up for today. Don't forget, if you've missed any of the news, you can catch up with all of the previous episodes of the podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com. I will be back later in the week as we look ahead to the weekend. In the meantime, do try and enjoy the match. And I'll see you back here again on Friday. For the moment, from me, Tim Capel, bye-bye for now.